0: hello everyone welcome to Coldwave Soundcheck episode 6. Each week on the show we chat with a band performing at Cold Waves 4 in Chicago, September 25th and 26th at Metro. For the full lineup head to coldwaves.net. This week we talk to Saturday's opening act. For all in attendance, I suggest you get to the venue early because these guys just might steal the show. Here are Lauren, Steven and Anthony aka Lola Rat, Rehab and V6. This is Human Traffic. there. Is it all through you guys?
1: Hi, I'm Lola. Uh, Me and Steven are on vocals. Anthony, tell them what you do.
2: Yeah, um, Steven and I do the programming. Steven and Lauren both do vocals. That's how the group has functioned as
3: of now. But I think Anthony and I, we were both, like, we both had just, like, quit bands that we were in, and that's kind of, like, how this project started, and we're, like, kind of secretly into industrial music but didn't ever really know that about each other and like it became apparent at like a show we were hanging out at one night but I think we've both been like listening to that kind of stuff for a while. I grew up listening to a lot of punk and metal.
2: Yeah I mean I think I think a lot of what this project was initially was was kind of a rejection of everything that we were previously doing and trying to step back and like pivot away from what we already established doing and already had experience doing and we Completely abandoned, like, actual instrument. Just tried to go on a completely, like, electronic, technology-based route of creating everything. Um, But still kind of, like, maintaining a lot of the same punk mentalities about the actual process of doing that. We say it's rejection, but more so it's kind of, like, trying to reform or rethink that whole mentality. One of our first songs was even called, like, Future Punk. Like, it's definitely trying to touch on, like, what the next step of, like... I don't know, digital, hardcore, industrial, any of those things, and how that shit is way more punk to us than what punk music actually represents in 2015, which is just recycling a bunch of bad ideas on guitar and uh, endlessly repeating that until we all fucking puke.
3: Yeah, right? and that's kind of like the only thing that goes on where we live also, so we're, we've been trapped for a while dealing with this kind of st- stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kansas City punk scene. It's the same thing over and over again for years and years and years.
3: We yeah.
2: run our own warehouse venue in the industrial Dix- district in Kansas City. We have like a 5,000 square foot warehouse where we've been having large electronic shows for the past year that we've been running it. Um, most recently, we had bands like Echo Beds and Burning from um, Denver and Minneapolis, respectively, playing. Um, live industrial music, which really does not go on in Kansas City unless someone like us is literally forcing it to happen because the scene isn't there. It was after months of searching for a warehouse venue. We had this idea for a long time, and we're patrolling the West Bottoms, which is kind of the abandoned uh, industrial district of Kansas City. For a spot, we finally found it, and uh, we've been doing it for a year. We need—I think—we're what we're trying to do at the venue right now is step back and realize we have a larger audience than just Kansas City, and make it more nomadic, and um, try and basically take the next steps into making it more into like a artist collective, record label, um, just an entity that can provide things to people rather than just a venue, and kind of transcend and think about it in a larger scale idea than just a venue.
0: So I noticed on your uh on your SoundCloud page you, you guys have a, a ton of remixes. I think there's, you know, at least twenty or more of them. What's the mentality of having all these bands remix your stuff and, and is it kind of a give and take thing where you do stuff for them and they do stuff for you?
3: Initially it started off with like people hitting us up, asking for stems and wanting to do it. Obviously I'm down for that and like want to hear someone else's take on what we're doing. It's for me, when I do remixes, it's like a similar process to like how you would make a collage, and, you know, it's just like breaking down someone else's ideas and structure and formulating it in a different way than, you know, what it was to begin with, and hopefully the end goal is to, like, make it better or, like, add more perspective to it or just, like, provide something else that wasn't there.
2: I mean, I just think that initially we started making a lot of these connections where we are now by doing remixes for people, vice versa, where we're feeding off of each other's ideas. We appreciate, like, their music, we have proximity to them, and we reach out to them and say, hey, let's do some work together, where the whole idea of, like, remix culture, like, the whole idea of what goes on in SoundCloud is kind of new, and it just, to us, has always been a way to make new connections with people, to find people that you would not even know that you're interested in, but also, like, when we went on tour in the West Coast the last time, we were meeting some of these people for the first time you know, yeah. in IRL in, as, as an actual person that we've talked to for you know hours on the internet previously to that. So it's, it's, a, it's a cool way to meet people, obviously, but also at the same time, what Stephen was touching on with giving a completely different perspective to what you did or shedding a different light on different things that you include in your songs where... Half the time I have so many ideas that I'm trying to jam into things that a lot of things kind of get taken out or play too small of a role where someone can turn around and take a small piece of a song that kinda of was forgotten or mixed out of it and turn it into like a basis for an entirely different sound or song. And that's some of the most interesting things about electronic music, where you can literally just sit there, separate everything out that you did, and send it to someone else, and they can use those tools to, you know, do anything they've liked with it. I don't know. It's way more of a additive, reductive way to do music where you can play a guitar riff and it's lost forever after you're done playing it. seems like making electronic music is more of a thing that is planted and permanent to me, honestly, because you can take those small pieces of it and make something completely different, whereas everything else kind of seems like it's frail and deteriorating.
0: I swear, I think it was... The Snakeoids hack version of "My Body" is a mechanism that I caught DJ Casper's Cha Cha slide in there.
2: Right. Yeah, that that's actually a person we're bringing on tour with us, and he's a he's a completely insane genius. I never know what to expect anytime we send things to him. He's actually the third remix that he's done for Human Traffic, and. Um, yeah, each time it's kind of gotten to be more ridiculous. I think he's slowly losing his mind, potentially. But and he sends it back, like, the day after you send him stems, too. Right. Like, he makes it in, like, three hours. It's really bizarre, but I appreciate his perspective on things, and yeah, I mean, I think he's able to shed light on our music. We're, we're, we're definitely ones that take things overly seriously sometimes, and kind of be, you know, way too professional about things, and I think that he's able to shed a light on our music that kind of steps back and realizes the fucking... Hilarity and stupidity of life, and I appreciate that perspective.
3: I feel like he's tickling us when he makes a remix. Flesh was like the first CD I returned to a CD store to get like money back because like I needed cash and that was like the first like trade-in purchase that I like ever made and I was pissed off that I did that now all those bands are great like Frontline Assembly I grew up listening to all those I think I'm most stoked for Purient though honestly yeah I
2: think I'm also the same I think I've been following Purient and Vatican Shadow and everything that guy has been doing Dominic's been doing for a long time and uh, just to be involved in, with with his project in any way is uh, something that I could never really imagine happening. Obviously, Severed Heads too, like yeah.
3: they're legends. And there's no piece of. The,
2: I mean, also High Functioning Flesh is like one of our bands that I've been following for a long time. They're kind of industrial peers or people that are trying to do similar things in different places. And it'll be cool to you know meet them and play with them as well. I don't know. Overall, the lineup is incredibly stacked and. Pretty unbelievable, especially for America. I mean, lineups like this happen in Europe from time to time, or you know, bigger festivals seem like this. I just don't feel like there's anything in America that really comes close to like what Cold Waves is doing this year and bringing all these names together. I mean, I've seen a couple of shows separately booked with these bands included on them. Not that they'll be in America, but it's just it's. I don't know. I don't think anything really comes to close to comparison as far as like bringing like-minded artists like this together also author and punisher has been a huge influence and, yeah and like
3: know. we saw him like a year and a half ago too right. like before he blew up in like a really kind of small art gallery so yeah i mean there's just like so many bands from like out of the country that are being brought in and i don't know i think it's the best lineup thus far
0: so what's next for you guys you have um the four song ep are you working on a full length
3: yeah, it's it's kind of, like, near completion. I think all we're doing right now is editing vocals and, like, touching up on the mixes, just trying to find a label that wants to put it out. And I think, like, we're doing a tour. We're leaving on Wednesday to go do that for a couple weeks.
2: Uh, we're playing Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Tijuana... Texas, Arizona, we're touching on a lot of states coming up. We're actually playing in Chicago before Cold Waves as well uh, with our friend Plaque Blake, the bringer of everything, Machismo, and Struggle Session at Club Rectum, which we're excited about. Club Rectum is kind of like a notorious noise venue in Chicago right now, and It's gonna be our third time playing there. We're really excited to come back. Just trying to finish up the album and figure out the right label to sync with us and make it happen. Um, That's our biggest priority right now. And before we leave for tour, shortly after when we return, we'll be releasing another song with a music video made by Evan Beck. Um, But that's pretty much all we have on our
3: plate right now. We're in the process of updating our website, but that's kind of just like where everything gets posted.
2: Yeah, we've, I don't know, its we've had a weird relationship with SoundCloud. It's kind of the place where we've had the best response as far as social media. We've always been way stronger on SoundCloud than anywhere else, so we try to uh, keep that as updated as we possibly can, but uh, as SoundCloud continues to make you know bad decisions as far as partnering with major labels, I definitely think we're going to be looking for a better way to distribute our music and a different website to post our songs onto, because corporate Interest in music is always a negative
1: You are sexually incubated and see anything sexual as something dangerous that can interfere with the proper conduct of mankind show.
0: Fresh Widow, Blood Orphan, morgue witch, and My Body is a Mechanism can be found at soundcloud.com slash Traffic. The band can also be found at humanxtraffic.com. Follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe to the show through iTunes or your favorite podcast app with links found in the show notes to keep up with new episodes coming every Wednesday in August. Our opening music is Monster Zero by Acumen Nation. Next week, we talk to Bill Lieb from Frontline Assembly. For this week's Remembering Jamie Duffy segment, we have Brian Elza from Czar and Acumen Nation remembering his pre-Acumen days and Jamie's dedication to a fan.
4: I had talked to all of them, at least at the Metro, at one point or another. Like, Ethan's, like, grabbing a beer. It's like, oh, hey, man, have a good set tonight. He's like, oh, thanks, dude. Rock on. Nice shirt. Um, but, like, Jamie was probably the only one that ever went beyond just, like, oh, cool, thanks for coming. Like, uh... Because he used to be, like, really, like, he's always been a techie, always been accessible via email, well before anyone I knew. But like, after, like, one show, he's like, oh, i totally love to see your band sometime." So I just sent him an email. It's like, hey, my metal band's playing at Thurston's. And I was probably, I couldn't even tell you how old I was, like, maybe, like, junior in high school. And so it was Thurston's on, like, a Wednesday. Uh, and he and his girlfriend at the time show up. And like no one else is there, not even the other bands. So he shows up to see my band, Sands, everything, um, like you know, gets a drink with his girlfriend. He's like, oh, you know, I'm a little under the weather tonight, but you know, I thought I'd come out and check you guys out. So he came out when he was sick, uh, and I'm sure like that was his like one off night of the week. Cause it's like your, since he was like industry person, even then, it's like your Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday is like your weekend. So he comes out and like listens to his play, and he talks me up about music beforehand. He's like, oh, like you know, what do you guys sound like? He's like, oh, have you like checked out My Self Indulgence yet? Like, yeah, just, it never got a bad recommendation from that dude. He came to see us, and, like, after we were done playing, like, his criticisms were all technical. Like, none of it had to do with, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not digging your scene at all, man. He's like, no, that was cool. He's like, I think your singer needs to reconsider all those effects because it puts too much, like, noise in the line. He's like, but that was cool. He's like, thanks for inviting me out.